0: I don't want to be the kind of guy Blames another man for not living life How many good old days gotta pass you by How many hours Before you realize you got power Oh, power
1: Let the know what is wrong. I don't want to be right. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's a gay snake yeah gay snake well you guys this is jay's cosmic insights please tell us what your insights are this week
1: take it away we have insights of the cosmic ride hey cosmic is a mother <laughs> all right so
2: <laughs> let's calm down
1: maybe the red bull is kicking in now perhaps i literally just uh, three minutes ago said i need some coffee
2: yeah, yeah. And you're like I'm like you just chugged an entire red bull
1: yeah and i wasn't feeling it maybe i am feeling it now who knows uh but so a lot of us, including myself, I want to level up sometimes, right? Level I've up been level up. We've got level, 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 up. We need to want to do that. It's a Sierra song. Oh. And <laughs> I um I did not know that. So I think you know, there are a couple of things that stop us from getting it to the level that we want to get to. We a lot of times we're like manifesting, we're saying affirmations, we're doing this we're like I don't understand if I'm doing this affirmation I'm doing these things why am I not seeing results and I think that there are a lot of positive things we do but there's certain things that are negative that can eat away at our progress mm. so there's some things to watch out for even if you seems like positively you're doing all the affirmations and this and that these are a couple of things to watch out for number one hard-headedness right Ooh. Being stubborn, I know, and you can probably look at me and be like, "Hmm." But what happens is that in mean, both of us, truly, really. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. But when you have the "you can't tell me nothing" type of attitude, I already know I'm gonna do it this way. I'm gonna, I just just leave me alone. I'm gonna do it this way. That what happens is, if I want to get to a new place, I can't solve a problem with the same consciousness that created created right. it. Mm-hmm. I if I want to get to a new place I have to do a new thing. And what happens is when I'm hard-headed what happens is that I block myself off from any more new information coming in. And if I can't have new information coming in, I can't have new experiences. Mm-hmm. And if I can't have new experiences I can't have a new life. And a lot of us want a new life and want a new experience without new information. And we could be saying the affirmations all day long and doing all this stuff and, you know, jumping, praying, shouting, kicking over backwards. But if no more new information, Ben's going, oh, exactly. crazy, Dan. I
2: don't know what the fuck that was. Sorry, either. But
1: <laughs> but yeah, and I, I know I'm, I get hard headed sometimes. I, mean, I talked about this before. Sometimes like I'll be like it's like I want to be mad sometimes and you'll send me something with some solution and I would like, oh, fuck that. And I. <laughs> I, or no, actually, my thing is I just won't reply to you. I'll yeah. just go silent. <laughs> but sometimes I, I don't want to give you the satisfaction. But sometimes I'll
2: sit there and read it and be like, "Yeah, he right." But I like just maybe what was it? I don't want to bring this up again. But like just like, in today in today's edition of Dummy was right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The other day, yeah, I was yeah. That was about oh, it was about like,
1: the makeup stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, it's weird. Now it's funny because you kept telling me. This is what you got to do. I wanted to. It's like my uh, my uncle used to say, see, if I've been to New York before and you never been, why don't you let me tell you how to get to New York? Now, you've done drag before. Mm-hmm. This is when I wanted to do my, you know, my makeup and everything like that. And I wanted to see what I look like. and I mean, I've seen what I look like in drag, but I wanted to, like, make my face over. It was I, I, I need things to do sometimes. Yeah. Um. At any rate. And I was like, well, no, I need this. Why can't I just use this and that? And I was telling you what I needed. Rather than you listening to, you were like, I was like, Well, no, I want the, this from the cheap place, and I got to get it from the cheap place. And you were saying, Hey, why don't you go to a place specifically for makeup instead of like spending all your money and doing this? And I wasn't having it at first, and then I realized, You know, Debbie may be right, <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah. And the thing is, and what I wanted, the thing that I wanted, uh, is that a person? No, okay, the thing that I wanted, you have experience in so. Uh, being hard-headed mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and that's another thing about hard-headedness it stops us even from listening to people who have experience in the thing that we want to do truly mm-hmm.
2: uh, I've done the same thing too though like when you're just kind of in that mindset like I want to do it now rather than like yes. wait and do it. I've done that too like I, but I've made the same mistake like especially when it comes to makeup and stuff when I'm like no I want to I do this now I came here for the thing I'm going to do the thing right now but then also kind of defeats the purpose of like doing the thing right. So, yeah. so it's, it's like you're kind of
1: stepping on your own foot. I'm going to add one here that I wasn't going to have because it, it kind of rushed into that. Hurrying. Oh, yeah. Sometimes we are in a hurry. I heard something uh, that somebody said yesterday. I forgot where I heard it, but never be in a hurry to make a mistake.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like never make a mistake in a hurry.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, oh, wow there's certain things that we can just, if we just sat back, because when I hurry, this has to be done right now. It has to be this way, this right now. blah. And what happens is that I miss some steps doing it, uh, doing it in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to tell the, the caterpillar story again. Cause I, I told that like three I, times. I, I have. have an example,
2: actually. Oh, that. okay. Like when you're, say you're in a, a new relationship, and you are falling head over heels in love mm-hmm. and you just want to be with them all the time. You're just in such a hurry to make it a thing mm-hmm. that you're kind of ruining the thing.
1: Yes. And, you know, and, and it's funny that I realize I'm notorious for having a connection, wanting that person to be my boyfriend right now. And the thing that i kind of like about the thing that i'm in right now is now i do you know get obsessive sometimes i, I do get I, like in my head i think i think i think overthink sometimes mm-hmm. but what i've done is i've learned how to chill my energy out a little bit or a little bit for me like which is a huge huge step for me and what i realized is i've instead of being in such a hurry to make somebody my boyfriend why don't i just enjoy because when i'm in such a hurry I'm pissing all over the moment right now. Exactly. And I'm not enjoying right now. And it's like, I may not even have tomorrow. So why screw up today wanting the thing that's going to happen tomorrow when I could just sit here and enjoy it today. Mm-hmm. So being in a hurry, you know, and that, that goes hand in hand with being headed. Yeah. I mean, being in a hurry to do things, it stops me from like knowing what the process is. And it stops me from enjoying what I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another thing. Uh, so uh, hurrying, I should put that in there. So hard headedness, hurrying. I shouldn't hurry through this section, then, should I? I should let uh, let the, some of these. No, things we should we do it.
2: should uh, not. But,
1: um, uh, you know, the one thing I have an example, too. I remember uh, when I this is not my I talk about my sobriety sometimes. And I remember the first time I got sober was many, many years ago. I, I did not stay sober from that time, but they recommend you know, their steps. They're in order for a reason. Uh, number nine is uh, making amends, making things right. Not just saying you're sorry, but making things right where you've messed up or right. you know, wrong somebody. And That's Aaron, why it's
2: right there at the very end, because
1: you have to build that trust back up. Exactly. So what happened was I just you know had Felt bad that my I lived with my uncle and aunt at the time, and I feel so bad about this because I was like, Oh, I never stole anything, but I did. They had a change jar, a huge big container full of like full of change. It must have been hundreds of dollars
2: and quarters. I used to do that to my grandparents. Oh yeah. I used to buy a fucking Pokemon card. <laughs> <laughs> See. But
1: sorry, I sorry, grandparents, <laughs> right? But And I used to take, I probably took like $40, this was to buy drugs, you know, $40 yeah. and change. Oh my God, I don't know if I gave a dealer like $40 and change or not, but maybe I did. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> or, or, or I don't know how, maybe I used it for other stuff too. But so when I came back, I got out of rehab, came back to my uncle's house, right away, I told him what I had done. I noticed that the next thing that that jar or that uh, container was moved and they caused a little bit of like, you know, yeah. distrust too early. And what I should have done was waited. I've been in such a hurry to absolve my own feelings of guilt, but to let the process happen so that by the time I did tell them, mm-hmm. uh, I had already had some sobriety under my belt and already been changed as a person. So, mm-hmm. and what happened is a lot of times I want something. And what when I'm in such a hurry too, see the the way to get things is for me to be a vibrational match. And what happens is that when I'm in a hurry, hurrying, 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 sometimes it puts me in, I gotta hurry because I don't have what I want. And that puts me in the vibration of not having. And I'm in such a hurry that I get in the vibration of not having, and I'm hurrying, 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 and never reaching and never getting that thing because I'm setting myself in the wrong vibration. So Hardheadedness is something that we have to get rid of if we want to uh, manifest our best. And if we want to level up, uh, hurrying is something also holding on to the past. Uh, a lot of times that I can be like this, too. The past, good or bad, sometimes we can hold on to the past like, well, this is the way it's always been and that's the way it's always going to be just because of the past can show us patterns and things like that. But let me tell you something. I forgot to shave my head. I can't believe I'm doing this. This is huge for me. Uh, I forgot to shave my head right now. And I noticed that, you know, you can tell that there's more hair here than right there, Um, which I'm kind of embarrassed about is why I shaved my head. I remember when I had, uh, I remember when I not only had hair, but I had a relaxer. I could feel the wind going through my hair. It was all curly and shit right there. I remember one time, probably what made you bald. <laughs> my uncle used to say that. <laughs> my bald uncle used to say that. But I also had a uh, uh, put those chemicals in my hair, and I had the, the faux hawks were kind of cool around oh five oh yeah. six. So I tried to make a faux hawk like that, but the shit would always go floop and come down like that. Anyhow, I was. I remember when I started to lose my hair. I was trying to hold on to the fact that, oh, no, I'm never going to lose it. I have hair. And my hairline was so far back. It looked like it was on somebody else's head. But like I had to keep that hair right there. And I realized I'm holding on to something that doesn't exist. And what happens is that when I hold on to the past, sometimes there are things that that are in the past that are no longer working. And I'm putting taking myself again out of the present, just like hurrying. I'm taking myself out of the present. And going back to a certain situation, I, you know, holding on to the past sometimes can be certain times going back, holding on to the past. I can relive traumatic experiences that aren't even happening right now because I'm holding on so tightly
2: uh, to those experiences. I relate to that a lot because a lot of times when I was like in the drug scene and I was like going back to like the same people that I was hanging out with before and it was just getting worse and worse and worse, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it, it was because I wasn't letting go that I wasn't able to really appreciate what was happening in the now. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, it's a difficult thing to do. Like especially when you have such attachments to certain people and, mm-hmm. and certain things and certain situations, but at the same time, like, you know, that it's not good for you. You know that these people aren't good for you. These people don't have your best interest at heart. Yeah. And so let go. Yeah. Let go. It's
1: it's funny, you mentioned the drug thing, and this is something that uh never mind, we just talk about whatever on this show. So I realized that I had to be careful even about the things that I fantasized about. Mm. Uh I didn't, if this makes sense, I d- went back when I was on, and I, well, we'll just you know say it. I was, you know, I did meth was one of the things that I did, you know, been yeah. f- so we're a little over five years and five months, but I meth was one of you know a main thing that I did now for a gay man. I did not have a lot of sex on it, but I was definitely in a lot of sexual situations,
0: mm-hmm.
1: either that almost led to it or that. But it was just like a lot of weird situations, and that's something that was like it triggered something in me, something like that made it you know more of a turn on than anything. I don't know if that makes sense or not. So it was just like so the I,
2: situation, yeah, yeah, the
1: situation sometimes. So what would happen? Certain times when I had self-love time, uh, even when I got sober, I would fantasize about some of those situations with or without the drugs, just fantasize about some of those situations, being in the situation, getting turned on by that. And I realized after a while, some of the unhealthiness that was in my life was because I allowed myself to keep fantasizing and wanting something and holding on to that thing of the past that was no longer serving me. And I, I did things like Because it, you know what? And I was attracted because I kept that playing in my mind. I was attracted to unhealthy. I remember I almost lost my sobriety because I had friends who uh, I was out with a friend and they decided to do meth right in front of me. And uh, instead of being like, oh, because I had my car back then, I'm going to drive away. I sat there in the back seat while this person did this. And I was like, and something about that whole situation was attractive to me at that time. But I realized that part of that is that when I fantasize about that stuff, I was training my brain to like that and training Mm -hmm. my brain
2: to be attracted to that. And then that stimulation happened, it kind of regressed back to that previous attachment.
1: Yeah. And there's some bad things that we can hold on to from the past. Even like sometimes relationships, we want to hold on to the way, you know, sometimes people stay in relationships because they're holding on to the way that person used to treat you rather than how they're treating you now. Right. Holding on to the fact that you used to love them rather than the fact that you don't now. So holding on to the past can be something uh, that stops us because if I'm trying to get further just like not enjoying the present. If I'm trying to get further, it's it's hard to run forward when you're looking backwards. Right. Uh, so I, I think that, and there, there are things in my life, I guess I got to like from the past that I got to stop holding on to. You know what? Not only bad things, but sometimes I'm going to be careful the way I say this, because we want to draw on past successes in order to build us up from the future. But Sometimes past successes can let us rest on our laurels. I and I'm guilty of this too. Laurel so, Canyon, Laurel Canyon, Laurel <laughs> Canyon, and Laurel uh, Hardware. Uh, yes, the laurels. <laughs> you don't want to rest on those.
2: Uh,
1: but is Laurel Hardware still open? Yeah. Wait, is it is that the restaurant or is that the uh, the hardware store? It's a hardware store. Okay, there's a hardware store. Los Angeles humor. <laughs> yeah, there's there actually a, a, a something hardware. It's a restaurant that used to be in an old hardware store. And that's mm-hmm. what they call it. Anyway, but uh, sometimes what happens is I can hold on to what and who I used to be so much so that I don't try to reach for anything in the future. Mm-hmm. I caught myself before telling somebody, showing somebody pictures of my old car, which is a badass car and talking about how, you know, cool it was. Cause I wanted to feel, you know, better about myself and it's like no don't focus on that those days are gone it's time for you to build up new things now and i it's i can get stuck on what i used to have who i used to be the job i used to have who i used to date instead of staying right here in the present and trying to reach for for something else Mm -hmm. um i don't know how i'm doing with time but we'll we'll just see fuck Uh, it fuck time time ain't (laughs) shit uh Another one. So we talked about hard headedness, hurrying, uh, holding on to the past, harboring resentments. This is a big one. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it's an ex. Uh, maybe it's uh, people, parents, people in your life. What happens is it's hard for me to be on the vibration of joy when I'm disliking somebody or holding something against and resentments that, you know, when I think of a resentment, sometimes that, that, that thing when I think about somebody and I get a, a like a burning or like a, a, a weird sensation in my stomach or chest. Yeah, almost. <laughs> but exactly. That's when you got to take the Tums, 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 Tums. But when you do you ever think about somebody that pissed you off and you think about them, and you get a like physical reaction. Yeah. And a lot of times like that you know, type of thing, we can resent people. And a lot of times this is what happens. Instead of working on, like, even if you you don't want to forgive somebody, sometimes saying, I want to want this, that I want to, I'm not there yet, but I want to want to get better.
2: I'm going to. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what are words? Um, I used to have this this woman that I used to work with in at Safeway. She was a manager along with me. We had both started at the same womanager. We both, we both got womanager. We had we had both gotten promoted at the exact same time. So we both got the same restaurant, the same department. Mm-hmm. She was a fucking sociopath. Mm like completely like it was difficult for me to keep employees because she was always talking mad shit behind my back about me to them oh, so damn. they didn't respect me oh wow she would talk shit to uh our store manager about me behind my back um she was really just manipulative and but she was like hi oh my god like just just like sweetest pie to my face is, is, did until- she hit you up recently no oh, okay no no but recently, but um, it was one day, I remember this, that vividly, mm-hmm. when it was a holiday, we were super busy, Um, I was helping customers, she was like, it was like, she was like by herself or something, I don't know what the hell, but, you know, tensions were a little high, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what, no, I'm not going to deal with you, you're being a bitch, like, I'm just going to walk away, so I literally walked out went on my lunch, mm-hmm. clocked out. She ran out after me. Oh no, no. She yelled at me in front of a, a, a customer. She oh, wow. yelled at me in front of a customer. She, that's when I walked out and, wow, and I left, I went to go clock out. I said, Nope, I'm not dealing with you. And she ran out after me to the front of the store, mm-hmm. grabbed my arm, proceeded to continue to yell at me in front of, every other guest on a busy holiday. Oh my God. It, th- that was it for me. I had a meltdown. I cried. I punched her in the throat. Ran. I I cut her buck 50 to her face with a, <laughs> a switchblade. And like, I wanted to, you know, it was that visceral reaction. Yeah. And for, you know, after that I called my, my manager and I'm like, I can't deal with this bitch anymore. Like she's fucking crazy. And they told me to go on vacation. When I came back, she was gone. So they knew that there was an issue with her. Mm -hmm. I was still there. It's fine. But um, for months afterwards, I, anytime it was brought up to me, her name, it was like a Mm. gut reaction. It was like, I wanted to punch something because I was so traumatized by what this woman was doing. It was I, I harbored this resentment that I couldn't even appreciate what was that things were actually changing better in the department after yeah. she left. Like it was like, okay, like things are kind of settling down and but I was still like anytime anything came up I was like, ah, like I just want to like hit something. Yeah. It was bad. No, this I woman mean, was, did a number on me. I'm still getting like, <laughs> yeah, and what happened I'm is, still getting over it. Yeah, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm seeing the, the
1: feeling and I had a manager like that too. I left Made me leave. A, a, I mean, I left the job because just the way this person was, and uh, you know, a lot about what they were doing, and I felt like I couldn't make any money. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would think about this person, and just get so angry and so mad every time I thought about them. I'm not at the job anymore. They can no longer affect my life, but I'm doing the thing they talk about taking poison and expecting somebody else to die. Yeah. So what happens is that they, the reason they say that is because when I'm harboring resentment, I'm I'm poisoning my own feeling. I'm taking myself out of a happy, joyous vibration, out of a grateful vibration, out of a good vibration and putting myself back into into the negative because when I'm resentful, I'm saying that there is something that I live in a world where there is something wrong with that person, that I'm not being treated unfairly, that I'm not. And what happens is that when I say that I'm not being treated unfairly and I keep that going, even when that person isn't next to me and I moved on from them but I hold the resentment for what they did what happens is I tell myself I keep telling myself that I've been treated unfairly and then I attract other situations where I'm treated unfairly because exactly. I keep holding on to the past where I was treated unfairly and I make that my identity yeah and it's hard to level up get to the next level when I'm holding on to resentment because what happens is that I make whatever the resentment is, if I hold on to it, makes I makes it a part of you. It may, yeah. And I make that my identity and I attract more of it. Uh, so uh, hardheadedness, you know, we got to get rid of that. Got to get rid of being in such a hurry. Uh, got to be get rid of holding on to the past, harboring resentment. Now, I might some people might uh, think that this is harboring resentment. And when I talk about it, some people might be like, oh, you some bullshit here. Hatred. Now, this is what I'm talking about here. You might say that's the same as harboring resentment but there's a different Mm. thing. So I realized that the word hate, that is a powerful, powerful word. Yeah. And I need to, I'll I'll do the lesser thing first and then get into the practical stuff. Uh, I used to always talk about how I hate winter. And the cold and the rain, like
2: I do hate winter.
1: Yeah. And I always talk about how I hate, you know, that and I caught myself getting when I thought about rain or when winter came, I always saw myself getting so angry, so mad. So, you know, everybody else, you know, was like, oh, Christmas time. And it's just I was like, I hate this time of year. I hate it. I hate it. And what happens is when that happens, I'm allowing hate in and I'm pushing a little bit of love out at the same time. What happens when I hate, I allow something to come in that is ugly and opposite of what I want to be. I'll even say this. So people talk about I won't mention anybody specific. People talk about hating politicians. I'm careful now that I don't even talk about like politicians that I disagree with. I don't even talk about, well, oh, I hate that motherfucker, you know, Yeah. because what happens is, you know, you talked about this before, too. We have given ourselves sometimes uh, this happens politically a lot where one side or the other will will say that they're so right that everything that they're saying is right. And they, they de, we do dehumanize people to the fact that we have to, our way is so right. We put our, our way on the side of good and justice and anybody else who doesn't agree with me. Uh, for any situation, be it the right, the left, be it uh, uh, things that aren't political at all. But we set an us versus them to where we vilify people enough to where hate is okay, Mm -hmm. and where we allow ourselves to look at somebody as less worthy, less uh, deserving, as less than us. Mm -hmm. And what happens is that when. I get to the next level when I manifest that is, you know, manifesting good things. What happens is I put myself to be leveled up. I put myself on the plane of joy and happiness and creativity. And what happens is, but hatred, even against people who might be, you know, jerks or whatever, what happens is that I allow myself, if I allow myself to hate certain people or things to that degree, I'm allowing myself to be a hateful person. Yeah. And I'm making an excuse as to why. No, you don't understand, but it's because it's that person. I'm allowed to hate. You can hate if it's that person.
2: Yeah. I think the difference between harboring resentment and hatred is harboring resentment for someone because of something that they actually did to you mm-hmm. versus hating. They might have actually, you probably never had any interaction with this person at all. You just don't like them.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can, you can have uh hatred for a person that did something for you. Yeah. Sure. And
2: but- you can have
1: resentment for, uh, for something that doesn't make, you can resent somebody for something that doesn't make sense, but hatred a lot of times. Yeah. That you're, you're definitely right. Uh, I mean, winter, that's just the freaking season, you know? Yeah. But, but I mean, having hate is just like something, you know, resentment. Yeah. Hate is just something that I think it dehumanizes a person. Mm-hmm. Like I, I allow myself I can't really hate somebody
2: without dehumanizing them and making them less of a person than I am. Like, for instance, I mean, we'll take politics into example here because I think it's a pretty easy one to do. Yeah. Um, Liberals hate conservatives because conservatives want to, you know. (laughs) Take our rights away. Take our rights away and weird shit like that. And then. Conservatives hate liberals because they think they're we're elitist and destroying America, destroying America, trying to
1: take away the family.
2: Yeah, you know, because somehow our family like is it it, it doesn't matter to them. Yeah, exactly. Like our vision of family, our our definition of family is different from theirs because they put us here. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for example, but you know, but at the same time, if we just had a the little moment of taking a step back and say, okay, you know what? Yes. This person's ideals and viewpoints do not align with mine. That's fine. They're still a person. Yeah. They're still a human. They still deserve to speak their mind. They still deserve to, I don't think they deserve to make all the shots. Just like, I don't believe that that liberals deserve to make all the shots. I, I, I feel like our system is trash, but that's beside the point. Yeah. But when, We don't allow when, when we have a system in place where we're constantly bickering, constantly fighting, there's no middle ground. We hate each other just because they're opposite than us. And Mm -hmm. it just creates such a rift and it creates such a divide between people who could otherwise find some common, decent, some common ground.
1: Yeah. And you know, one thing I love was during the 2008 elections, I hope we uh, cut that out. No, we're not. Oh, that's great. (laughs) That's great. During the, uh, that's Red Bull for you coming back (laughs) out. Uh, During the 2008 elections, uh, it was uh, President Obama Mm -hmm. and John McCain. Mm -hmm. And what happened was, especially there's a lot of pushback uh, about race. There's a lot of pushback for religion because a lot of people, even because of Obama's name, said that he was a, a Muslim, which you know, OK, so whatever. If, if, if he were, then that's that would just be his religion. But they were saying that in the sense, this is a good Christian country and he's going to bring you know, they were vilifying him based on something that wouldn't have even made even him true. A villain. No. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't true. And it wouldn't have made him a villain if it were true. But there's this one lady, there's a, a video of this one lady, uh, I guess, McCain's in a town hall. And there's one lady saying, and I, he's going to destroy this country if he gets in. And I, I hear he's a Muslim and I hear and he, he stopped her. at, ma'am, ma'am, I want to let you know uh, he's not. Uh, he, he's a Christian. And it wouldn't matter if he were Muslim, but I'm right. just repeating what he said. It's like a Christian man. And he's like, and he's also a good man. We just have two different uh ideas of how the country should be run right but he, he's a he
2: is a good uh he's a good man in a family McCain man. said that right yeah yeah i that's why i actually kind of respect him yeah because even during the trump era he was one of the few republicans that spoke out against him yeah and, and yeah yeah and i but bless i bless that man but yeah
1: and it's like r.i.p um <laughs> but to but to somebody that sarah palin mess though <laughs> what was up with that what was up with that <laughs> but uh I just want to say this, too. I think that was to get the Hillary. uh, Yeah. 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 Yeah, But but at any rate, uh, where where were we? But yeah, I mean, hatred is something that and what happened is when I have hatred, I put myself in a different and more of a fight flight because I think of that thing and I hate and I get pissed off. And all of a sudden I'm working myself up and all of a sudden I'm in fight flight. I'm that that the thing I need to, when I'm fighting or whether I'm running from something or whether I'm protecting myself now, it's hard for me to be in the position of receiving because I'm working myself up and I'm in the position of I got to protect myself. I got to like destroy. I got to. And what happens is when I let go of some of that hatred and allow myself to move from hatred to disliking something to letting it be whatever to learning how to let love flow wherever it wants to flow uh, I sound like a hippie, but a black hippie, a blippy.
2: Let love flow where it want to flow. Let it flow.
1: Okay, that was, uh, was it Tony Braxton. Uh, anyhow, so we have uh, things to watch out for that's, because they stop us from leveling up. A hard-headedness, uh, being in a hurry, holding on to the past, harboring resentment, hatred, hoes, hoes, hoes in this house. Uh, <laughs> the last one is hunting for hurt. We can get back hunting on the political for hunting for holes too. But this is the thing. Certain times I've found it's been popular in the society. Now, don't get me wrong, to call out misjustice. Uh, you know, uh, in, in, wait. Injustice. Injustice. Okay. <laughs> <Ms. Justice. laughs> I'm making up words here. That's your new drag name, by the way. Ms. Ms. Justice. Justice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I I wish you could bleep that out, but I know you're not. <laughs> no. You're going to let um, you don't know, let people hear me say Miss Justice. Miss
2: Justice. That's your drag name. <laughs> I, I
1: just wanted a drag name. That's why I messed that's up that good, one. That's a good drag name. Miss Justice. Yeah. yeah. But what happens is to point out injustice. And I understand and standing up for yourself. That's one thing. But certain times people hunt for hurt. And what I mean by that is we look for things to be pissed off about. Mm-hmm. We search for things to be angry. There's certain situations. Where somebody says something, and I could either take what they said at face value or say they were being condescending and rude, they were being snippy. And what happened is a lot of times shit, people, a lot of things people are mad at other people about, they might not even done, but I'm looking for reasons to be hurt, right? I expect somebody it could be somebody James from
2: Chappelle. Oh, prime example. Oh now again, controversial fixture figure. Uh, speaks his mind, says some pretty outlandish things in the name of comedy. Uh, but at the same time, people don't realize it's comedy. It's not meant to be taken seriously. And people on the Reddit threads, on the Twitter, they they go on, they're like, he said this, cancel him, blah, blah, blah. Sure. You're not going to. <laughs> He's Dave Chappelle. At the same time, it's kind of like it it you're you're looking for things to be mad at yeah and
1: that's i think there and and, i think in the culture though it's almost like right now we're like what's the next thing i can be mad at that Mm -hmm. sometimes being mad or being hurt or being like it's almost like we need something sometimes you know people need something to hold on to to say that i'm the victim and i'm gonna even if they're like i'm gonna overcome Mm -hmm. that i'm the victim of this and we kind of perpetuate a victim mentality uh we have to be careful. You know, I'll, I'll just speak, I guess people can speak for their own thing. I'll speak even in, you know, in black culture, there has been, I would say a push. I'm careful with, you know, the the racism stuff. And even to what I allow, I, there's certain times people might treat me a certain way. And I don't assume if somebody's a dick to me, that's not black. I don't firstly assume it's because I'm black. I don't, I just, they could be having a bad day. They could not like gay people. They could not like my hairline. They could not <laughs> like a whole bunch of things,
2: but- or, <laughs> You'll look funny.
1: Or it could be just plain that they're having a bad freaking day and their wife, you know, called them a bad name and threatened to leave them that morning. My idea is that the more things that can upset me and make me mad, the more things that can take me out of vibration for the things I'm trying to manifest. Right, right. And what happened is I think that what happens, we want excuses to be mad. Well, you know You don't understand. No, I'm allowed to be upset at this because and that's taking us out of vibration. And a lot of us go the step from just being upset to literally looking for things like I it's almost like people who could snatch an insult from the hands of a compliment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it was like, oh, my God, that second. something. It's funny. I, I could do this. Uh And my brain goes there sometimes, but uh, like I can, uh, there's an open mic that I do. And when I do an open mic, uh, most open mics I play, you play two songs. And a lot of times somebody be like, oh man, the first song you played or the second song you played. What about my second song? Yeah, what about the other song? Yeah. You know, what happens is instead of realizing that, oh wow, that's a compliment. There's something that somebody liked so much that they went out of
2: their way to tell me about it. There's a girl at my work that, um when i tell her something that's going on with my life or whatever she goes oh i love that for you oh yes which i think is might be a kind of compliment but i i don't think it's meant that way but it's easy to take it there when you know, someone says i love that for you yeah Oh, but you wouldn't love that if that was you or you wouldn't love that if someone someone else or you it's, know it's just that that mental gear is like turning you it's know? funny i've never thought about that
1: because the uh person who I'm hanging out with there's no like we're just hanging out for right now but the person who I'm hanging out with always says that.
2: yeah always says that. and it's, never it's a thing that people just say now yeah it's a zoomer millennial thing but yeah it's it's in the culture but at the same time it's kind of not you know grammatically it it doesn't happen. like I love that for you like, <laughs> I no you know I no, I love that I love that for you I, I never thought about it like
1: that and I guess it could be but yeah we but it, looking at it from the other point of view that they could be just speaking sincerely mm-hmm. and what happens is when I look at even with situations where it could be taken as somebody's being insulting or it could be just taken as face value or it could be taken that that nothing's about me, nothing's bad is happening to me or no one is trying to insult me. when I take it when I have that choice, which way am I going to take it and I choose to take it as, Nobody's trying to insult me. What happens is I walk around as being that person who is just okay. And what happens is if everything insults me and I choose to take things that as somebody insulting me, then I'm walking around as the person who people are disrespecting. And what happens is I stay on that vibration, and again I attract that to me. Uh, Hunt for hunt for things to be instead of hunting for hurt. hurt, We have a gratitude list on here all the time because what happened? Why do we have a gratitude list? And I send a gratitude list every day to a couple of my AA friends. Why do I do that? Because for that moment I'm put in the vibration of being grateful for what I have, and I'm even if it's just for that moment I am somebody who has something, and I put myself in that vibration that. Who my identity is, is, is someone who has enough of what they need and even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hunt for instead of hunting for hurt. Um, hunt for love. Yeah, do that. Hunt for, you know, reasons to be nice to somebody. Uh, hunt for reasons to say something nice. Hunt for opportunities uh, to make a change. I was, in the, you know, what's funny. I was in the store yesterday. I didn't even mean anything, but I was buying some cups and uh there was a, a long line it wasn't that long but you know two people's long line for me and somebody another register opened up and they said can i help the next person now i had two little cups and a lady in front of me had a basket i could have just like since she wasn't paying attention and she didn't see i could have just gone out and got my cups and been on my way but i told her in front of me it's like hey ma'am it's uh you, uh, you can uh, you can go that line's open and it made such a good day to her she went she was like Oh my God, you were raised right. You're such a nice young man. And on the way she was like, people don't do that these days. You're such a and I realized that that's just something I did. But when I hunt for reasons to to when I look out for reasons uh to to help somebody, my day goes better. Yeah. Um uh, so yeah, I I feel like uh, I've made this long enough and I've said uh, the adequate amount of things. But no, I think that this is something that that these really helped me and it's going to help me to learn what to stay away from. So if you want to level up, stay away from uh, hard headedness, stay away from hurrying, you know, too much, stay away from holding on to the past, stay away from harboring resentment, stay away from hatred, and stay away from hunting for hurt. You do those things and you might just be able to level up. Stay away from hoes Stay away from hoes <laughs> In different
2: area codes Hoes 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 Be sure to subscribe to this channel If you enjoyed this uh, Be sure to give us a comment And a rating as well And thumbs we really, up We'd really appreciate that Stay tuned Stay tuned time. Tuned it Adios Oh
0: power Running all through these hands Power That's just who I am Power I don't want to be the kind of guy Oh no To blame another man for not living life How many good old days you gotta pass you by How many hours Before you realize You got power